Welcome to the Heart of Sheridan Road. Your host for this episode is Anne-Marie Turpak, Director of Institutional Advancement. This is Anne-Marie Turpak, Director of Institutional Advancement, and it is my pleasure to welcome Don Cluse, the Director of Accreditation for the Independent Schools Association of the Central States, as our guest on today's Heart of Sheridan Road podcast. Welcome, Don. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here today. Great. So to begin, can you just tell me a little bit about yourself, your time with the Isaacs, um, your experience thus far, what brought you to Chicago, and your current role as the Director of Accreditation sure. with the Independent Schools Association of the Central States? Well, first I'd like to say that I'm so glad that Isaacs has an acronym that you can pronounce, <laughs> so you don't always have to say all of those words. Yes. I started my job at Isaacs about a year and a half ago. I moved up here in July of 2017. I was raised in North Carolina, and we brought our family up in independent schools in Kentucky. My husband is a career middle school social studies and history teacher, and I did a number of jobs in independent schools during that period of time. So I haven't yet acquired my Midwestern twang, but I certainly have brought my Kentucky twang to Chicago. Great. Well, it's nice to hear it. (laughs) So can you share with our audience what Isaacs is and what accreditation from Isaacs means? Yes. So we are an association that accredits independent schools in the central part of the country. Our territory covers 13 states. We accredit more than 240 independent schools. And those schools educate more than 90,000 students in that territory. We are one of about 20 accrediting associations um, that are similar to ours in the United States. Sacred Heart Schools worked for nearly two years to prepare for Isaac's reaccreditation visit. What is entailed for a school as they engage in the reaccreditation process? That process is quite an extensive one. Uh, We have a seven-year accreditation cycle And the first three years of that cycle for schools either working on their initial accreditation or working on reaccreditation, such as the one that Sacred Heart recently went through, take all three years to go through the processes leading up to the reaccreditation. Those three years are engaged in things like surveying the school community, collecting alumni information, making sure that the governance structure of the school has been reviewed and thoroughly checked and that the board of trustees or the governing body has affirmed the current mission of the school. That's material that takes up largely one year of that three-year period. The second year of that period is the time when schools undergo self-study. They break up into committees and each committee writes a chapter that becomes part of a very large self-study report. Every area of the school is examined. The school tells the story of itself. It's a little bit like a snapshot taken over a one-year period. And they describe what the school does in that particular area of the school. They uh, acknowledge their strengths. They also acknowledge their challenges and where they have a few struggles. And then they make plans and priorities for the future. At the end of that second year of the process when the self-study report is complete, they give that report to a team of Isaac's peers that we call the visiting team. That team comes to the school in the third year of the cycle. They are here on campus for two and a half, three days. 
they have read that self-study report, then experience the school as it's in action, and they look for what we call a concept of disclosure and congruence, where they, they look at the self-study report and they ask the question, has the school truly told the truth about who it is and where it wants to go? And then they also hold up the practices of the school to the mission of the school and ask the question, are the practices of the school congruent with the school's mission? Where there's perfect fit, then that reflects the strength of the school. And the visiting team writes about that in their report. They call those commendations. And then the places where there's a little mismatch or there's an obstacle standing in the way of the school being able to fulfill its mission the way it wants to, those would become recommendations that the visiting team would write back to the school in their visiting team report um, that they hope the school will implement in order to be able to fulfill its mission more successfully. So as you just stated, our accreditation visit took place over four days. It was a Sunday afternoon through a Wednesday Mm -hmm. afternoon. Uh, and our school community was presented with these commendations and recommendations before the visiting committee chair departed. So what is the next step in the process? We've received those commendations, recommendations. Mm-hmm. I believe we have the report. Mm-hmm. We respond to the report. Then mm-hmm. what happens next? So what happens next is the report itself is shared with the school, as you just stated, to check for factual accuracy. And then when that process is complete and the report is complete, It goes to a committee of volunteer school leaders that are made up of volunteer school leaders from Isaac schools. It's called the Accreditation Review Committee. That Accreditation Review Committee looks at the material that the school has produced, the self-study, also looks at the visiting team report, and they take all of that information and have a discussion about the state of reaccreditation for the school. They make a recommendation to the Isaacs Board of Trustees about the renewal of the accreditation for the school. The Isaacs Board of Trustees typically follows the recommendation of the Accreditation Review Committee. They vote on the school's reaccreditation, and then the school receives an official letter from Isaacs that says, congratulations, your accreditation has been renewed for the next seven-year period. And so then that starts the new accreditation period for the school. And what percentage of your schools accredited by Isaacs are reaccredited in these accreditation visits? Oh, the vast majority of them are. I would say more, way more than 90, 99% of the schools are reaccredited. Mm-hmm. That's typically not the challenge, interestingly mm-hmm. enough. What we also look for is evidence of school improvement. Mm-hmm. And if a school has stumbled along the way in a certain area, we might point that out and make that a condition of accreditation and ask the school to take a few steps to correct their practice, to come back into alignment. They're still fully accredited, but they might have some extra tasks to do as part of that process. Isaacs is an accrediting body, as we discussed, but it also supports independent school educators through professional developments. What are some examples? Oh, we have lots of great professional development in the association. In fact, I just got back from our annual conference, which was um, conducted in Detroit, Michigan this year. Last year, it was actually in Chicago, and I think a, a number of Sacred Heart folks were down at the McCormick Place for that. Everyone was. <laughs> the whole school. The whole school was there. We had great attendance at that conference and also great attendance at the annual conference last week in Detroit. We offer, during our annual conference, 
I can't even tell you how many workshops on every aspect of school improvement, education, classroom practice, support for admissions, support for accreditation. We have a whole thread that runs through the two days. So we have seven or eight presentations over the course of two days on accreditation. So if you're an accreditation junkie like I am, you can go into a room and you can be in that room for two days and we get to know each other well and enjoy talking about how the accreditation process goes. But in addition to our annual conference, we offer a number of workshops through the year. Our offices are just in downtown Chicago, right in the loop. So we can host one or two day workshops in our classroom where we can delve really deeply into a particular topic of interest that's a little narrower focused, brings people with a, a specific interest to our, to our offices. The next most popular kind of professional development that we offer are our webinars. We have 18 or 20 webinars per academic year and they too are on a wide variety of topics. So schools that can't send someone to the annual conference or can't have people travel far to come to Chicago for a workshop can participate in a webinar right there on site. They pay a small fee. The webinar is then available uh, to experience for everyone in the school community while the webinar is being broadcast, but then it's recorded and it's available for a month after the recording for schools that have registered. We certainly benefit at Sacred Heart Schools being a Chicago school mm -hmm. and having you right downtown. And I'd have to say personally in my professional career, really two of the best professional development opportunities I've experienced were by Isaacs. Oh, that's so great I did do one of those one day workshops mm -hmm. with um, several of our team members here in institutional advancement. And then I did some executive education that you, we were partnering mm -hmm. with Kellogg at Northwestern. Yes, so I did. I did an academy um, for that leadership for yes. nonprofits last summer myself. Mm -hmm. It was very rewarding, mm -hmm. really interesting work for all of us. So Nat Wilburn, our head of schools, also serves as the chair of the Isaacs Board, a role he assumed early in July. What is entailed in the, this leadership role and how long is his term? So as the chair of the board for Isaacs, Nat is in the position to be thinking long term about the strategic positioning of Isaacs. He works with, again, another set of volunteer school leaders and also the chairs of several of our committees. We have a professional services committee that supports teaching and education in schools. We have an equity and justice committee that supports that initiative in our schools. And we have an administrative services committee that supports people in administrative positions in our independent schools. The chairs of those three committees and the chair of the accreditation review committee also sit on the board of trustees of Isaacs. So that group, which is oh, probably 18 to 20 people, get together about four times a year, and they think about the big picture ideas for Isaacs. Where do we fit within our associations um, broadly in the United States? What do we need to be thinking about as far as association development is concerned over the next five-year period, like boards of trustees for schools? Our board is engaged in ongoing strategic planning, and they educate themselves about the topics that are really important for our independent schools across our association so that they can create strategic plans that help to position the association in support of those schools. Right now, for example, we have a task force. It's called the Member Needs Task Force that's been put into place this year, and they are exploring what those big ideas, um, those kind of existential questions 
for our schools are so that our association can position itself to support the schools in those areas that they identify. You mentioned that you worked in independent schools. Your husband is an educator in independent schools and your children attended independent schools. And I believe today is the first time you have visited us on Sheridan Road. That's right. So what is your impression of Sacred Heart Schools? Well, I think it's a charming place, actually. That would be my first word to use to describe it. When I walked in the doors, I could see the history of the school. It's evident from the entrance and the, the woodwork and the, the care that you take of this place is quite clear. It's also a little bit unique. I have visited now probably 50 Isaac schools over the last year and a half. Um, and you're the first that I have seen that has a co-ed kindergarten and then single gender education for students in grades one through eight. Mm-hmm. You're the second Sacred Heart School that I have visited. I was at the Sacred Heart School in um, Bloomfield Hills near Detroit this year. They are co-ed up through middle school, and then they become an all-girls high school. So I'm learning that several of the criteria that we have for our schools where we ask schools, are you co-ed or are you um, single gender? The same school can say yes. We are co-ed and we are single gender. So I think that's a unique structure. Your single gender um, one through eight is very interesting. And I got a little flavor of that today. You could walk into the girls' classrooms and they would have a certain atmosphere. And then you would walk into the boys' classrooms or the gentlemen's classrooms and their atmosphere was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that quality probably translates very well all the way uh, grades one through eight. We are embarking on opening a preschool next fall, mm-hmm. so our Sacred Heart education will be brought to three and four-year-olds. Oh, wonderful. So next fall will be uh, three-year-olds through eighth graders. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to share with me about Isaacs, Isaacs reaccreditation, Sacred Heart Schools? Well, one thing I didn't mention before, I would answer one part of the question and not the other part of the question. So. Um, When you asked me initially, what does accreditation in Isaacs mean? I think that's a really important question for all of our schools to ask themselves. It's certainly a stamp of validation. It means that all of the schools who are members of Isaacs have met our 52 standards for membership, and that produces or provides a foundation for excellence across all of our schools. But our schools are very unique, um, and they, they have a number of different types of structures, as we just mentioned. They have a wide variety of missions. So the Sacred Heart mission, for example, is something that is a quality that your school values, and you try to align your practices to support that mission in everything that you do. What we do in accreditation is support that part of your development as well. We want to provide a structure that requires schools to undertake ongoing school improvement. And that accreditation process that I described earlier is part of that. Uh, We ask schools and provide them with time for reflection, for really deep internal thought, good hard work on behalf of the school, and we encourage everyone who is an employee or an essential team member at the school to engage in and through that process to build their plans for where they want to see the school go in the future and how they want to improve the way they meet their mission. 
So I think accreditation is very valuable, but it goes way beyond being able to display that Isaac's icon on the school's website. Thank you. And I appreciate you indicating the importance of the school mission along with the Isaacs accreditation. We just had an admissions coffee today, mm -hmm. and that's one thing that our head of school shares because many of our prospective families are looking at a variety of very good independent schools right. within the city of Chicago. And our Sacred Heart mission really is um, something that undergirds everything that mm -hmm. we do here. So we have the robust Isaacs accreditation, mm -hmm. but we also have this mission and our five goals and criteria, mm -hmm. an international network and mm -hmm. long history of education that also supports what we do here That's on right. Sheridan Road for our 700 students. And it's evident. It's evident from the minute you step in the school. So I imagine your visiting team members who were here for their accreditation visit not too long ago were able to recognize, oh yes, this is what you meant when you wrote about this in your self-study. It's very evident to us, and their, their job was to support you in that process. I think having met with them a few times, and I think they had a really positive experience on Sheridan Road, and it was lovely because the day concluded, or the visit concluded on Halloween, <laughs> so the visiting chair was able to see our Halloween parade, which really gave them a flavor for the spirit here. Uh, the spirit, and I'm sure the tradition. No pun intended, <laughs> Well, Don, thank you for your time today. I hope the winter here in Chicago is good to you as you make Chicago your home from the South, and I appreciate your time. Well, thank you very much. It's been a treat to be here today and to participate in your podcast, and I'm glad to have gotten to know you all a little bit better. Thank, thank you. you. This is Anne-Marie Turpak for the Heart of Sheridan Road podcast with Don Kloos, Director of Accreditation for the Independent Schools Association of the Central States. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join us for our next podcast.